Welcome back to another edition of Talk Nerdy to Me. I am your host, Troy Stegner. Before we get into this comic book review, we'll ask you one favor. Please subscribe to this channel. It helps us a lot on the metrics. Pandering over. Looky, looky. Comic bookie. We have got Star Wars Bounty uh, War of the Bounty Hunters. Uh, it's a, it's a tie-in. Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters. Uh, Star Wars 14. You see on the cover, you got Mr. Uh, Calrissian there. Uh, this is the original, older version of Calrissian, not the, uh, the Donald Glover one. So, and Chewbacca. Uh, this is carrying on. Um, I've been reviewing the War of the Bounty Hunters for you guys. Uh, it's another story that I'm really, really liking. Uh, I believe the, the actual War of the Bounty Hunters title is more focused on Boba Fett's uh, view of, of the, the events that are happening. Like I said, it happened right after uh, Han got Han got frozen in the carbonite. Han and uh, Boba Fett supposed to deliver him to Jabba. Well, Boba Fett, uh, you know, bounty hunters being uh, basically mercenary thief type people. Uh, somebody jacked his cargo. Uh, he, he stopped to get it because the carbonite was starting to fall out Han, which they didn't want. Was, and you know, you didn't want him to die and you didn't want him to get loose out of the carbonite. So he stopped to get it fixed and that, that's where somebody jacked him, uh, his bounty, which was Han. Now you've got the people who have him, who uh, I believe we told you last time was Crimson Dawn. And uh, if you watched Solo, a Star Wars story, you you know all about Crimson Dawn. They kind of reveal at the end, Dryden Voss was uh, was the big bad, but you, all, you always knew he was working with somebody else, and they kind of revealed, yeah, he was working for Darth Maul. So they have Han, and they've sent out a message to all these people who had beef with Han, I guess, that, hey, we're going to auction off Han and Carbonite. You want him? Show up at this spot, and uh, we're going to do the auction. So one of Leia's uh, spy network figures, uh, you know, she, she hears about this, so she drops the, the message to Leia, and they're going to, you know, trying to figure out a way to go into this auction and retrieve Han. And, and the idea comes up, hey, uh, why don't we use Lando? I mean, it would make sense Lando would be there. So Lando kind of agrees, but it's because, as always, Lando has a ulterior motive. Uh, supposedly, he, and he's still with Lobot, and if you don't know Lobot, that's the dude that had to look like a, uh, look like, you know, the boots they put on tire, on cars when they, <laughs> they have a parking violation. Uh, Lobot looks like he has one of those on the back of his head. But basically, he's a cyborg. I guess you can call him a cyborg. He has uh, computer implants. He was also like one of the strategy guys for the Empire before he worked for Han. Uh, he was also instrumental uh, on Cloud City Bespin for them getting away from the Empire. He kind of, because he can connect to the computers, <laughs> I, I kind of guess like Bluetooth. He doesn't have to be actually physically connected. So, you know, he helped orchestrate their escape from Cloud City. But something happened in between this, uh, this other robot, um, I guess, is, is 
did some bad stuff to Lobot, jacked up his mind. So he's kind of just a walking automaton. And let's see, this robot, if I can get a good picture of it, uh, supposedly, you know, the, the, the big reason they, they pulled the Trawak language from his memory banks, and that's why Jabba wants him too, which is why Lando is, is actually doing this. He's going to drop the robot off in orbit for Jabba to pick up uh, because uh, you don't want Jabba to be upset with you because uh, he, he's uh, pretty brutal. He's a, he's a gang lord. So I will show you this. Is this robot here? I, 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 he looks familiar, and I can't place it. Uh, maybe I'm just imagining it. But anyway, you know, Lando, Lando kicked him out the airlock uh, to be floating, so Jabba could pick him up. But as he did that, uh, you know, the robot is pleading with him because Jabba has uh, droid torturing facilities, so he can get any information he wants out of that guy. He wants that that language. That robot's telling him, hey man, don't, I can fix, I can fix Lobot, please don't do this, because supposedly he's the one who did it to him anyway. And he must be able to do it without connecting to him also, because Lobot snaps back all of a sudden. He's like, hey, hey, this is, you know, he's, he's actually can't help me. We need to go back and get him. But they don't want to let Leia and Chewie and those guys know what the, their ulterior motives. And then Chewie jets off to the other side of the planet so they can, uh, get to the auction unhindered. So, you know, then Lobot snaps back to this catatonic type state where he's just basically a brainless walking uh, person. Uh, they get to the other side of the planet and they're talking about going, uh, well, on their way over there, one of the Black Suns, uh, a Black Sun ship pops out of hyperspace right in front of them. They end up you know, kind of doing a, they kind of sideswiped him, did a little damage. So Black Sun's coming out after him. I, I this, that has got to play into it some way, be, you know, it, it's some kind of foreshadowing. I'm sure there wouldn't be, uh, they wouldn't even bring it up because it doesn't add anything to the story at this point. So I'm sure the Black Sun dudes are going to pop up later to cause trouble for Leia and her group. Because they, they conveniently escape, and uh, you know, then they're inside of the Crimson Dawn place where they're going to be doing the auction for Han, and then uh, Leia, with her ultimate optimism, says she knows it's going to exceed because anyone, anyone, Bueller, we're his only hope. Yeah, that doesn't ensure success, Leia. Let me, let me tell you. Uh, like I said, this is a tie-in. It's not the I'm. I'm liking the War of the Bounty Hunters title more than the tie-ins. The tie-ins aren't bad, don't get me wrong, I really like it, I, and I would suggest uh, picking up any of the War of the Bounty Hunters tie-ins because it just adds to the, it's, it's not like some of the old Marvel tie-ins where there's just barely anything to do with the story. This one is very much about War of the Bounty Hunters. I'm liking it. I'm saying pick it up. It's not as good as the actual War of the Bounty Hunters title, but it's for a tie-in, it's still really good. A lot of good story in this. I, I want to see, I, I like Lobot. Lobot is one of the dudes who uh, was very instrumental in helping the Rebellion. Doesn't get his due. Uh, 
I'm saying subscribe, man. Subscribe to the Star Wars. Since Marvel took them over, they're doing better. Dark Horse like to do a whole bunch of miniseries. Marvel seems to be doing a whole lot of story-based stuff, which is going to be canon now. So uh, definitely, definitely subscribe. So that's my review, Star Wars, uh, number 14, tie-in to the War of the Bounty Hunters. If you like this video and you'd like to see more like it, subscribe. It helps with our numbers tremendously and allows us to do videos like this for you guys for free. While you're at it, hit the bell icon and you'll be notified whenever we put up a new video. And until you see that new video, later nerds. Get nerdy with me. Tell me what game that you get on is a card or What kind of class do you play, girl, in an RPG?